Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Friday afternoon. A great time to talk fantasy football, wouldn't you say, Bud? It's a great day. Anytime a handful of headlines come out, it's finally going to start looking like a good day and a beginning of a good weekend. Absolutely. There's a lot of news to get to. Yeah. Luckily, because we started this episode a little bit later in the week and in the day, we started to see those headlines come in. And because of that, here are the NFL headlines. NFL headlines. Miles Gaskin activated off the IR and is expected to play. How many touches do you think he's going to get? I think they're going to slowly work him in. Uh, I mean, probably about, they'll probably split it 50-50. 50-50? So, so like 15 touches. 15 touches? In That's that startable. range. Yeah, there's definitely startable. Cool. Flexible, for sure. Nice. A.J. Brown practiced in full after taking his normal Thursday off. See, you know, A.J. Brown, he scared a lot of people this week when he took his Thursday uh, day off because usually – the injury report would say knee. They switched it on us. They switched it on us and said, "Hip." They have to keep you going. They they, they really kept us. Even me, who knew he was going to take the Thursday off, made me go, "Oh no, maybe I got to think of something." Here. Are you scared? I, I got a little scared worried. Right I'm now? not gonna lie. Like typically, it says knee. It said hip this time, and I and the Kenny Galladay flashbacks they hit me. Like the PTSD just it just hit me. The, Ga- the, the Galladay's not coming back anymore. Nah. You think Galladay's coming back? Well, speaking of Galladay, he was ruled out earlier today. Well, yeah, we knew that. I I really hope he comes back. I would just, I just want to see him. I just want to see him one more time. One time for the one time. One time on the Lions until it's he's on another team? Probably. Hmm. So J.K. Dobbins activated from the COVID list. Odd, I don't see Mark Ingram on this list. Huh. Forget about him. Never heard of her. So J.K. Dobbins should be a... Great player to look out for this week. Jerry Judy and Philip Lindsay listed as questionable. I expect Jerry Judy to play. Philip Lindsay, he's probably on the 50-50 mark. I hope he plays. I do not think he will, though. What injury do you know? I believe he has a foot injury. I oh, have okay. to look that up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll wait and see. Judy will play. Judy, Judy will play. Knee will play. injury, I believe. There we go. This, a is, a, this is an entertaining news right here. Okay. Uh, Clyde Edwards, questionable with the illness. I don't think he plays. No. How? What? This is an illness. Because he's soft. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. You know? When you put it that way, it makes sense. Uh, you have to be a different level of soft to not play because of an illness. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to happen. <laughs> Rough. So Julio Jones questionable against New Orleans. I really hope he plays for the sake of the Falcons uh, because it, it's going to be difficult to go against the Saints without a Julio Jones. Josh Jacobs ruled out. Congratulations, people who shelled out a bunch of fab for Devontae Booker. It paid off because, uh, I mean, it, we're looking at a big game out of him this week. Yeah, he's probably going to put up some good points. So he can definitely win you the week. Oh, yeah. He is a weak winner, and... This late into the season where it's playoff or bye. Good to have someone like that on your roster. Dalvin Cooker moved from the injury report. 
how many quarters till he leaves the game and scares everybody again? He's going to play the full game. Full game? Full game. No hot injury? take. Full, full game. That is the definition of a hot take. I mean, when you think about it, I can't think of a time or the last time Dalvin Cook didn't limp off the field. He's, I mean, he got hurt a little bit, but he's been healthy a decent amount of the season. More than we projected. Yes. Or we thought. Yeah, him only missing one game this year, I think is a surprise to many of us. But he definitely does throw us in a roller coaster of emotions every single time uh, he touches the ball because you don't know if he's going to get hurt on that touch. <laughs> and then Madison did nothing. Madison did nothing. So, so it just secured his role even more. Absolutely. So so he he left. It, this is just for fun. <laughs> okay. He left the game last week against the Panthers with an injury right after he fumbled the ball. Interesting. Over under, like, give me a percentage of how much of it he was faking. Well, what actually, I read a story about this. Okay, okay. I'm or it's just what I think. I I'm think just... it hurt his feelings, so then he cried in the corner and he didn't want to play. Huh. Hmm. I mean, hmm. I, if you fumble the ball, or if, say I'm Dalvin Cook and I fumble the ball, the first thing I'm going to do is grab my knee because then <laughs> I get a bunch of sympathy. Genius. Genius. Yeah, that Absolute or am I might, like, genius. you know, fake a head injury. Hmm. Then they get a flag, right? And the play doesn't count, and I keep the ball. I'm a genius. Dalvin Cook should listen to me more. Damn. Allen Robinson questionable with another knee injury. This was added late Thursday. This wasn't, you know, something going into the week he had. It was added late Thursday. He's listed as questionable. Uh, I think he plays. I think he plays, and I think you line him up, obviously. Yeah, if he plays, you line him up, of course. There's no doubt about that. Jonu Smith ruled out. I'll add Daniel Jones to that list. Both of them ruled out. Wow. Uh, Fitzpatrick is going to be the starter for the Dolphins? He's expected to be right now. It does not look like Tua is going to play with his thumb injury. Uh, David Johnson expected to play Sunday. Are you rolling him out? I think uh, with all the running back issues right now, I think you roll him out. He'd be a flex option for you. Flex option. Okay, so... Clutch Stars and Sits of the Week. Clutch Stars and Sits of the Week. Eight and three versus eight and three. The Cleveland Doodoo Browns against the Tennessee Titans. Could you believe it? Eight and three and eight and three. It's weird. It's weird, huh? Because their pass offense has been horrendous for the Browns. But hey, when you when you run the ball, you know, when, when you, you have the two best, the best, backs? the best duo in the back or best best duo in the NFL. You're going to win football games like that. And especially as long as they protect a ball, as long as Baker Mayfield doesn't throw interceptions, he's going to be fine. And uh, Jarvis Landry is going to be next on that list. He earns what wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I mean, this is his first game all year. Yeah, wide receiver semi relevant. You're you're gonna start him. It's wide receiver three, um, but I mean you. Yeah, it's it's not a not a comfortable spot for you. Well, this is the Tennessee defense. It hasn't been great against wide receivers all year. I think he should be a fine wide receiver three flex. And I I personally, I feel a little comfortable with it. I think with his emergence, I think it's going to give Baker a lot of confidence to really sling that ball all the way across the field. Of course, Kareem Hunt is going to be a must-start. Nick Chubb going to be a must-start. Uh, anybody else on that Browns 
roster that you like? I mean, obviously the running backs. You're starting both of them, but any any other option, I'm staying away from everyone else. I'm not. I don't even want to start Hooper. I don't know how you feel about Hooper on that end. I just feel like there isn't enough options in the tight end position for you to sit there and go, yeah, I want somebody else over him. I just feel like there's more upside with other people. I mean, we know they're going to run the ball. I think this is going to be a slower-paced game. I think they're going to grind it out with Chubb and, and Hunt, and Jarvis will be the only viable option. I don't think that offense can actually produce another fantasy-relevant player is what I'm going off of. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I just think the circumstances for tight ends are that bad to where he's just better than a whole lot of other options. I feel like he does have a lot of touchdown potential compared to other tight ends. Okay. He's a tight end, too. A back-end tight end, too. No, back, he's an, he. I give him a high-end tight, tight end, two status. Okay. There we go. Uh, on the Tennessee side, John U. Smith is out. Are you going with the other backup tight end? Because last few times, John Drew Smith has been injured. He has been a pretty good play. I'm I'm staying away. But You're staying away. Feel free. So, so sometimes yeah. the tight end position it gets so desperate. You make desperate moves. I don't blame you for doing it. Derrick Henry's going to have a monster game in my opinion. I think he's probably going to be the best running back this week. He's going to kill it. Uh, A.J. Brown, you're definitely rolling him out. Corey Davis has emerged and been relatively consistent over the last few weeks. I think you should go ahead and put him in your wide receiver three. It's a flex option and feel pretty good about it. He's getting a lot of targets, a lot of looks, considering a lot of teams are uh, taking away or doing their best to take away A.J. Brown. I think you should go ahead and go ahead on that option. Las Vegas Raiders against the Jets. This is going to be an interesting one. Is it, Are the Jets going to mess around and find a way to win this game? I don't want to say it, but I feel it. Last I feel year, it in my soul that they're going to win. And uh, it's, not a good, it's not a good feeling. I think Gore puts up a good amount of points. I think Gore is a must start. And that might be a little spice there, but I think Gore is going to put up some points. Last year, the Jets did beat the Raiders. So th- that's kind of why, for some reason, I'm just not surprised if they were able to do it again. I do agree. I think Gore, he needs to be found. You need to find a way to put Gore on your roster. I feel like you need to find a way to put Rashad Perriman on your roster. I feel oh. like you need to find a way to put Nelson Aguilar on your roster. And Booker, obviously. And then, of course, the legendary Booker. I don't think you should start Derek Carr. I think after last week's fiasco, they're going to try to find a way to keep uh, the ball in Booker's hands. Either uh, dump off passes to him, handing him off the ball. Darren Waller, of course, he's going to be the guy you want to look at. He's, of course, going to be one of the must-starts of the week. Yeah. And then and Nelson Aguilar, like I mentioned earlier, I think you should find a way to put him in the roster. He's just getting too many red zone looks. He's just making he's making plays. He's dropping babies, making plays. Uh, you you got to find a way to get him on there. Hopefully Carr can get it to him, but I do see Perriman getting a long touchdown. 40-yarder at least. The Raiders' secondary is a little bit banged up, and even when they're healthy, I just don't feel like they're all that great. Jacksonville against Minnesota. Yes. Uh, DJ Shark, how do you feel right now? I mean, it's a good matchup. Good matchup. So that should make you feel a little comfortable. I'm starting him. I'm definitely starting him. James Robinson, I'm starting too. Other than that, those are the only options that I'm going with Jacksonville. I'm going to have to fully agree. Minnesota side of the ball, 
Dalvin Cook, of course you're going to put him in. Of course you're going to put Adam Thielen. Of course you're going to put Justin Jefferson in. But are you going to put Kirk Cousins in? No. Matchup is pretty good. It's pretty good, but I'm staying away from Cousins. All righty. Cincinnati against Miami, the backup quarterback against, well, technically now the backup quarterback. Yeah, Miami's. Miami should handle this game. You think this is going to be over, cut clean quick? I don't know if it'll be cut clean quick, but Miami should definitely win this game, and they should be running the ball a decent amount. So Gaskin and uh, if Ahmed is available. Ahmed? If he's available, they can be flex options for you. Uh, how do you feel about Devontae Parker? I, I I feel like you need to start him. Okay. Anybody, like anybody on Cincy, though? Anybody on Cincy. I mean, it, it's so inconsistent. It's so bad down there. If you're in a really tight spot, you can probably put Boyd in. I don't want to put T. Higgins in. I don't want to put A.J. Green in. I don't even want to put Tyler Boyd in. I just feel like, you know, if you're really that desperate, you can go ahead and do so. I do want to say Sullivan Ahmed is currently doubtful. Yeah. For the Finns. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. So I'm going to say Miles Gaskin might have a majority in this backfield. It would be a big game for him then. It could be a very big game if that is to happen. Other than that, I don't want to put anybody else in on either side. Devontae Parker, he is the last stretch that I'd go ahead and give the okay nod on. He's going to be a a, a high-end wide receiver three with a lot of upside in my opinion. Indianapolis against Houston. I feel like there's just a lot of players that you could potentially put in everywhere. Anybody from Pittman to Hines, Hines, Jonathan Taylor to uh, Trey Burton. There we go. That's his name. I had had to think about it for a hot second. Uh, You're not putting in T.Y. Hilton, by the way. (laughs) Anybody else on Indianapolis? Like that's a pretty good group. I think that's a good group. And then you go to Houston. I think you got a lot of people you can play to. I mean, anywhere from Cooks. David Johnson Cooks is a great option. Deshaun Watson obviously is a great option. I mean, uh, what about Kiki? It's rough because the situation is now good, right? He's the wide receiver too, potentially. He's going to play a lot in the slot. He's going to see a lot of playing time. Lately in the past few games, he's been getting a lot of targets, lots of looks due to injuries. And now with Fuller's gone, you would expect him to be in a very good situation. But he's going against Indianapolis who allow, what is it, the 27th least points to wide receivers? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to do it, but I definitely do not blame you for doing it. I think he could have a huge game. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from it. You're staying away. I, do, I like the Andy defense. They're very good. I need to see more from Kiki, and I'm not risking it, especially if I need to make a playoff move, playoff push. So, That's how I feel. So Kiki QT or Sterling Shepard? Oh. I don't feel good with either of them. Sterling doesn't even, probably won't even have a starting quarterback. He will not. So, I mean, it would probably be Kiki, but I feel like there could be another option there. Uh, It'd Kiki, be hard to Kiki, say. But. QT or Devontae Barker? Uh, Devontae Barker. Michael Pittman. Pittman. Jarvis Landry? Jarvis. Okay. T. Higgins? No, I wouldn't do Higgins. Tyler Boyd? No, I just wouldn't do anybody in Cincy. 
Okay. One of them. One of them is going to be relevant, obviously, but mm-hmm. I just don't know who that's going to be. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones has a rough matchup, but I would do Marvin Jones over Kiki. Okay. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I'd rather have Kiki. Okay. I think uh, Marvin Jones, I think we've seen the ceiling for him. He might get 50 yards and a touchdown. If that's good enough for you. A, uh, that's, I mean, that's a good game. Do we think Kiki is going to get 50 yards and a touchdown? I think so he has a better chance of doing that. Okay. I think uh, worst case scenario is mm-hmm. they go down early and uh, they're playing from behind. And that's where Deshaun Watson seems to get a huge chunk of his fantasy points. Or... Deshaun Watson has a huge game, meaning Kiki Kitsu probably did something pretty good. And then, well, you already got your fantasy points out of it. So uh, okay. I, I like QT ceiling a whole lot higher. Marvin Jones is a little bit safer. But I, I just don't think that's just much of an upgrade compared to each each and another. So yeah, I think you might as well go for the higher ceiling. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, Detroit against Chicago. Speaking of Marvin Jones, he is back on the menu. He is. Uh, right now, DeAndre Swift cleared concussion protocol, did not practice due to illness, so he's still listed as questionable to play. Are you going ahead and rolling him out if he does? I'm hoping I have another option. Um, David Johnson over him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kiki Kiti over him? Considering uh, he's most likely in your flex position. Yeah. I would do Kiki probably. Yeah, I'd probably do Kiki as well. I think uh, right now Hines and Wilkins are playing some pretty good football. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor is uh, he's starting to trail the back, if you will, in this situation. Uh, I mean, on Marvin Jones, of course, we just talked about him. I think you could definitely put him in. I think his ceiling is capped at a touchdown and 50 yards, but that's not that bad. That's 12 points in a, in a what is that, standard league, 12 points right there? Yeah. Is my math correct? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's not correct. Standard, that's 11 points. You would 50. be 50 Yeah. And plus six. six. That's 11. Yeah. Yeah, fake news. Uh, I thought digits. you were a math guy. No. I don't even know what math is. I can tell. Look at you, tied your shoes with three laces. I don't even know how you did that. I heard you were an English guy. (laughs) I can't even speak English. I can't say English. You want me to major in it? You mentioned Jonathan Taylor. We're on Detroit. Not Indy. You okay? Oh, yeah. You do be be correct. Okay, so DeAndre Swift or Jonathan Taylor. How about that? (laughs) I tied it right back to you. (laughs) You threw threw it right back at me. Uh Uh-huh, there you go. I'm rattled now. I don't know what to do. Uh, I would do Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. I think I would have to fully agree there. But if DeAndre Swift does not play, Adrian Peterson had a two-touchdown game, 50 yards also. Do you consider that, I mean, can you feel comfortable against that really good Chicago's defense, Adrian Peterson? Do you trust Adrian Peterson in general? Hmm. I want different options. You want different options? I do. Okay. Uh, I mean – I do not blame you for desperation, throwing him in and hoping for the best. I do think he does get a touchdown when, when okay. they're in the goal line. He gets two carries minimum inside the red zone or especially in the goal line. Uh, he, he probably has one of the highest chances to score a touchdown out of a lot of running backs that we are going to talk about, mm-hmm. including Jonathan Taylor. So if you're chasing touchdown upside, I don't blame you for putting Adrian Peterson in the mix there. I think he has more touchdown upside than David Montgomery on the other side of the football. Wow. I mean, that's, that's David that's Montgomery lot. has what two touchdowns all year. 
Yeah, I mean, you could definitely make that argument. Uh, Detroit is definitely a better matchup in the run game than yes. Chicago. But yeah, I can I can see where you're going. I mean, I'm saying David Montgomery will have a better game. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. Okay. But the touchdown, to, the touchdown possibility, as we've seen this whole season, looks like it's better for Agent Peterson okay. than it is David Montgomery, right? Okay. That's what okay. you're going for. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Thank okay. You. Yeah, Thank you. totally understand. Yeah, I, just, I just wanted to make sure. I, I get where you, I get where you're going with it. Okay, okay. But David Montgomery, he's he's he's, he's going to be an RB two start. Yeah, he's a star. yeah the the broken refrigerator or broken vending machine, he's, whichever you want to call it. He's got to do something at some point. I mean, Detroit is a horrible defense. A run rush defense, but so, they I just mean, fired their they, they fired their defensive guru who's uh, doing terrible. So uh, I mean that that charges the people up a little bit. It it's does. Different. It does a little bit. It does. You know, so we'll see if we get the same Detroit, a worse Detroit, or a better Detroit. Either way, the Lions have always sucked. Death taxes and the Lions being trash. True. A more iconic duo. On of course going back to Chicago, Allen Robinson. If he's questionable. Let's go hypotheticals because we like our hypotheticals. Let's say he mm-hmm. doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Going Moody? Going Anthony Miller? You just not doing anything? Moody looks good. Moody does look good. But uh, I would, if I had to make, I had to choose, I would do Moody. Moody, I don't blame you. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, you can start as a tight end. Jimmy Graham has not been doing much lately. I would, that, I would still feel half decently comfortable compared to who else were we talking about Austin Hooper I would rather have Jimmy Graham than Austin Hooper Jimmy Graham than Austin Hooper yeah. okay okay I can yeah, get yeah. behind that I can get behind that I uh, mean I'm not saying Jimmy's going to be a a world beater or anything but you know definitely better option so he's losing a lot of playing time to Cole Komet Cole Komet that's your boy huh yeah somebody I've been high on going into the season he actually played more snaps than Jimmy Graham. Of course, he only caught one of his three targets for eight yards. Hmm, A relatively disappointing game. But that's a little interesting that he played 51 snaps. Jimmy Graham only played 23. I Hmm. think that is a little interesting. I'm not sure. Maybe that was a game situation type of thing. Or maybe they're trying to figure out what they have in Cole Komet, which I like because I think he's a very good tight end. Uh, But that does hamper... In my opinion, Jimmy Graham's value in a redraft league. I think I'd go Austin Hooper knowing this information over Jimmy Graham. Okay. But Jimmy Graham has a lot of touchdown upside. I mean, he's a big guy. You don't need to be athletic to be a big guy, and no. you just got to get it to him. If they're in the red zone, they're going to throw it. Yes, now, especially gonna... if Allen Robinson's gone. Of yeah, course, yeah. we're talking this hypothetical mm-hmm. like Allen Robinson's not there, but I'm going to assume Allen Robinson is going to be there, especially with, while he's on a contract here. He's really got to show out and show up to, guarantee, to he's, earn he, that payday. He's earned that payday. You think he's, he's earned it? Absolutely. I would pay him immediately. It's ridiculous the Bears haven't tried to do an extension, and I hope they let him leave. He's already getting paid a decent amount of money. Let me look up his contract right now. Allen Robin, Robin Sun Con, as I misspell it 17 different times. That sounds about right. Track. I told you, I'm not an English guy. a lot right I now. know. So three years, $42 million. That's $14 million a year. That's not, that's not like he's getting paid nothing. No, but wouldn't you want to sign him again? I mean, I'd sign him. What's he asking for? Like DeAndre Hopkins money? No, you're not getting DeAndre Hopkins Who knows? Money. Who knows? If he's asking for... I, I doubt he's asking DeAndre Hopkins. I bet you he's asking for probably about $16 mil a year. No, nah, he's in asking that range. for more. What do you think he's, what do you think I think he's, he's looking? I think he's looking for like 19 mil. Are you signing 19 mil? Allen Robinson? If I need a wide receiver, probably. Okay. And I have the cap? Yeah, probably. Not many teams have the cap. 
We'll, we'll find out. We will find out indeed. So, New Orleans against Atlanta. I mean, I think this game is going to be a blowout. New Orleans, I think they're just going to clam down and really just, just pound Atlanta, pound them into submission likes to the likes we've never really seen before. Uh, New Orleans defense is going to be a must start. I think yeah. they're just going to pile on sacks. I mean, they had they had eight last time they faced each other, which was two weeks ago. So I wouldn't be surprised if it happened again. Julio Jones plays. I think that helps Atlanta's cause a little bit. I just don't think he's going to be that effective with Marshawn Lattimore all over him. Calvin Ridley is going to be the guy I want to put on that field. Yeah, Ridley's probably the best play there. Um, new, it is a divisional game, so there could be potential. It's a little bit closer than we think it's going to be. But that, uh, I see New Orleans taking this pretty easily. So everyone on New Orleans, you should start. Uh, what about Latavius? Latavius is going to be a low-end flex, desperation play. Everybody's injured, nothing good on the waiver. I mean, it's basically Latavius over Frank Gore. I don't know which one you'd rather. I'd do Frank Gore volume. Frank Gore. Just so I know exactly what the volume base is going to be. Latavius over Adrian Peterson? You can make that argument. Okay. 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 Um, Tyson Hill is quarterback. Last time they played, Michael Thomas had seven catches for 100 yards. But last week against Denver, he had a whole 50 yards. Are we expecting uh, him to be able to throw the ball down the field, hit Michael Thomas? Or was that an anomaly? Is... Tyson Hill trash. Give me an opinion. Give me a he's stat. he's he is a gadget player. He's a utility player. He's not a quarterback. Is that is that a little bit too much? Is he better you? than Daniel Jones? Danny Danny Dimes? Yeah. Is he better than Danny Dimes? Uh huh. He's better uh, as a utility player, not a quarterback though. Okay, as a quarterback, better than Jalock? No. Joey Burrow? So. No. Drew Brees? No. David Carr? David Carr? Derek Carr? Derek Carr? No. Both of them. Tyson, I I don't know if you could swap Tyson Hill for any quarterback right now in the league. Mr. Oh, he's probably he's probably playing a little better better than Carson Wentz. Trubisky? Uh yeah, I mean I would I would put him I would put him on Chicago's team. Okay. Because I mean all they would do is run the ball anyways. True. So, yeah. you know, maybe throw it to Allen Robinson a little bit here and there. I really hope so. I mean you know? don't don't make my day. Why not? Don't make my day. Seattle against the Giants. Uh, I mean, if Daniel Jones is playing, this would be a fun game. It would be it would be an entertaining be game. Slayton would be a must start. Yeah, Shepard, I tell you to force yourself to put him out there. But unfortunately, Daniel Dimes is not there. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what I want to do. I mean, Col- Colt McCoy, he's kind of trash. He's He is trash. He's kind of trash. He's definitely trash. He's kind of, yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe hot trash or like kind of trash, cold trash, medium trash, like dumpster you, fire. You could play Seattle's defense and feel decently comfortable about it. That that kind of trash. Okay. Uh, the last ranked defense you're recommending them to start against Colt McCoy. That's that's how that's how trash he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even blame you. I uh, I would rather I agree with you on that one as well. Uh, so, are you starting anybody? Wayne Gallman, starting Shepard. You could you could make a play on Wayne Gallman as a flex. Other than that, I'm I'm probably staying away from everyone. Darius Slayton. I just don't feel comfortable with it. You don't feel comfortable. I really don't. It's a good matchup, but the quarterback spot. Who's going to get you the ball? Like I'll throw it eventually, right? Yeah, true, true. But I think they'll go for. I think Colt McCoy will go to Evan Ingram, 
and then I think they'll try to run the ball. There'll be a lot of dump offs. I don't think Slayton is going to be a massively viable option for you. Do you think Shepard? Do you think he's going to go to Shepard more? I would like to start Shepard in my flex spot right now. So, I mean, like I said, I have the situation of who do I put in my flex? Sterling Shepard of Kiki QT. Right now, playoff or bust, which one would you go? Probably Shepard. Shepard? And I don't feel good about it. I just don't think Kiki's going to do anything. I think it'll be difficult. I think he might be a uh, fool's gold, if you will. Maybe. Uh, On the Seattle side, Chris Carson, full go. Carlos Hyde actually did not practice Thursday, but he practiced Friday. Pete Carroll said he will be playing, but I do think uh, Chris Carson actually takes the bulk of the carries in the playing time. Last week, Chris, uh, Carlos Hyde played a majority of that game. Chris Carson just managed to get that 14-yard bulldozing touchdown that really saved his fantasy value. I think this week might be the opposite. I think he's going to get a lot of touches, lots of carries, lots of catches, and then that's going to – he's, he's a running back one in my opinion. Big game for him. Big game for the for the big man. DK Metcalf, of course you're going to put him out there. Of course you're going to put Tyler Lockett out there. I mean, Tyler Lockett, he might disappoint you, but you got to put him out there just in case he puts up the 30-burger for you to win your week. you got to do it. And that'd be juicy. Because a 30-burger wins your week. You're going to take those three points because, I mean, it's not going to screw you over. It won't help your week. It won't lose you the week, though. But 30 points, that'll win you the week. I mean, it's not quite Tyreek kill 50 burgers, but, I mean, 30, 20 burgers? Those are nice. Hey, I eat those. Looking juicy. I know. He might, he might get you the little itty-bitty chicken wings, chicken fingers every once in a while. But those, when you get those, the big birds, the turkeys, oh, God, that's a different story. Uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals. Business is booming. Game of the week. Game of the week. So is it technically now the Santa Clara Cardinals? What? No, I thought I thought Niners went to them. Exactly. So it would be the Arizona Niners. No. Well, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be Santa Clara. Why would it be Santa Clara? Because uh, the Niners have five championships. The Cardinals have two. But you're at their stadium. That's that's just, it's it's, it's, kind, like, it's called it, disrespect. But it's like you're going to your stepmom's house. Uh huh. It's their house not yours yeah if but the like, kid lives there you don't it's not your house so. but it's called disrespect taking over the house sure it's sure. kind of like you know it's a pirate ship you know you're out and sailing in the sea one invites you on board but the other one says haha pranked i guess so. takes it sure uh that's uh that's wishful thinking though uh, yeah <laughs> so the arizona i mean th- this is a fight for first place considering the rams it's a good battle. Seven and four. Arizona Cardinals are six and three. Both currently hold two out of the three wild card spots. Uh, next in line is the Niners. At uh, what is five this? and six? Six and six is that five and five six? And six. There you go. Five and six. So I mean, the Seahawks could win the division, and then right now, as it stands, the Rams, Cardinals, and Niners could take the three wild card spots. There could be a whole What's going division. On with the NFC. Is it just garbage or what? No, it's a lot of top tier teams. That's just goes just, to show you how strong the West is. It just goes top tier teams and then everyone else just falls to the wayside. Uh, let's take a look at the division while we're looking let's, at it. Let's I take mean, a gander at the standings. I mean, Minnesota's five and six. Detroit, say five and six. I mean, four and seven. Chicago, five and six. Uh, Atlanta, four and seven. And then, of course, New Orleans, nine and two. Uh, the Buccaneers would be. 
in contention if they're not already holding the other wild card spot. So you so let's AFC. AFC. 11, 11 10, okay. 8, 8, 8. Okay. And then? Niners or NFC, 9. They don't even have double-digit wins yet. Yes. 8, 8, 7, 7. After that, it's just Six. mid-tier. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't know about that. Well, the, 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 the NFC has far more stronger teams than the AFC. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying right now is just the standings is looking a little different. Yeah. The I'm standings are different that. from NFC to AFC. AFC is too top heavy. You have the chief, you have the Steelers. And after that, there's nothing that great. You're saying Cleveland's not great. <laughs> no, just Cleveland's in, Baker. Cleveland's in third. I know. No, just is that weird or is that weird or what? That's so. It's it's really weird. I hate saying it. I, we, I mean, they're not. They're good. They're not that great. They're good. I'm just saying the AFC have the Jets. You do be correct though. I'm I'm just telling. I'm correct, letting you know. you know right now. I'm just gonna have to let my okay. argument stand there. I mean, I so, guess that ca- settles it. And you know, AFC's I, just killing it this year. I think you lost that battle right I, now. I I really did. You know? I really did. Okay. I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad we agree with that. Thank you. Thank you. So back to the. <laughs> Cardinals and the Rams. I mean, there's just so many people to start. Everyone from Kenyon Drake to Kyler Murray, Hopkins, Christian Kirk. Maybe you could even start a little little Chase Edmonds if you would, if you're feeling a little risque a little, out there. He's, de- he's definitely a higher end backup running back. I'd start him over Adrian Peterson. I'd start him over. Let's see who else. Come on, give me names. Give me names. Over uh, DeAndre Swift. Yes. <laughs> Same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Who one. else are you going to start him over? Let's I'm, see. I'm interested. Yeah, I know. I'm trying I'm to think interested. of it. Uh, Cincinnati's Hines? backfield. The whole Cincinnati's yeah, backfield. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would I would do Hines. Hines? I would do Hines. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, what about Gallman? Gallman? No, I'd probably do Gallman. Me too. I'd probably do Gallman. I don't know. I think you're giving Edmonds a little too much credit. Yeah. Not, I, this is from the guy who loves Edmonds. Yeah. I still think he's a decent play. No, I th- not, not necessarily I th- a bad play. I think he full point do. PPR. He he could be a decent play. Yeah, for sure. Okay, he's going to be involved in pass but game. but th- this is just a explosive offense mm-hmm. that I think is you know the, be- between me and you, just out there. Let's hear it. I think it's a trash team, but so. oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I think Kyler Murray's trash. Oh, okay. Like I just I, like, okay. I just I just think he's trash. Does he give me fantasy points? Yes, he does. That's all I. Care yeah, about. that's all we care. All right, that's all I care about. I th- I, I just don't think he's that. good. He can lose a game by five hundred, dude. Long's, I don't care. And long he gets he me fifty points. Yeah, fifty burger. Okay, right, cool, cool. Hey, hey, Sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not complaining. Sounds good to me. I'm not a fan. I'm not an Arizona fan. <laughs> I don't care. All righty. So on the other side of the football, of course, you have another monstrous game. You have Cam Akers. He should go in, right? Daryl Henderson, he should find his way in, right? I mean, they're both flexes due to due to the unpredictability of that backfield, but they will probably get some touches and a lot of playing time to justify a flex position. You're rolling the dice here. You're rolling it you're up. Rolling, you're gambling. But they will pay off because they do get a decent amount of playing time, and they both get red zone touches. One of them's going to pay off. Which one, one is, is going to pay off is the real question. I would put my money on Daryl Henderson. Cam Akers, he broke a long one. Other than that, he just didn't do that much for me to really justify putting him in anymore than what is uh, listed as. But somebody like Robert Woods, of course you're going to put him in. Cooper Woods, you're Cup, putting in. You're Cup, putting him you're in. You're putting in. I mean, they, those are must-starts right off the bat. You should not have them out of your lineup. Goff, who claims he's a big boy. I probably wouldn't start him, 
He's not a big boy. He's uh, he's kind of big. He's Is old. He? He's fat. And I don't know about fat, but like he's like big, right? He's like mm-hmm. he's got a little height to him. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Seems like he got soft since he went to L.A. I don't know. He said he could handle it. Oh, what is he going to handle? It. Oh, okay, sure. That's what he said. He said, okay. I can handle it. Okay, go. What's it? It's it. Four interceptions this weekend for God. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're throwing that out there, okay? No way. Uh, let's go to another game. New England against the Chargers. This should be a, a not that bad of a game. I think this is going to be a sneaky underrated game. Justin, I want to see what Justin Herbert does against a Bill Belichick-type defense. I think this is going to be the best test he sees all year. Should be interesting. Should be interesting because Bill Belichick shut down Kyler Murray. Let him know. So let him, I, let him know. I would like to see what Belichick has in store for uh, for Justin Herbert. I mean, it's, it, it could be a brutal game for Herbert. It could, it it could, it's going to be, be a difficult a, game for Herbert. It could Herbert. be very brutal. You know, Bill Belichick is known for stifling rookie offenses. And... Uh, one with Stefan Gilmore shadowing Keenan Allen. Might I say Keenan Allen finally has a bad week this year? One thing you forget, though. Sir. Okay. Okay. Herbert okay. might have a bad day. Okay. But Eckler's going to eat. Yes. That that New England Patriots defense has been getting gashed on the run. And I think Eckler's going to have a big day. I'm going to fully agree. I'm expecting fantasy, 17 fantasy points from Ooh, Eckler. Juicy. No touchdowns. No touchdowns. 17 fantasy points, Damn. no touchdowns. Damn. Yep. I, I like think it. it's going to have a massive game. A touchdown would be nice. Just, <laughs> just add a little cherry on top. But I just, uh, you know what? Something tells me he's not going to get in there. But he's still going to be an RB1 regardless against a very weak run defense for New England, but a very strong pass defense. Uh, I, I do think Justin Herbert struggles a little bit this game. He, he, Belichick has always got something up his sleeve for him, for the quarterback. But on the Philadelphia side, I mean, Hunter Henry, he's a must-start, right? On the Chargers side. On the Chargers. Hunter, Hunter Henry is a start, yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Just, want, just wanted to point. Anybody else on New England? Cam Newton, probably not. No. Uh, James White, he's a flex. PPR, volume-based flex. I'm really not interested in almost anybody. No, yeah, I, I mean, think you what, could put Jonathan can, uh, can James you do, White. In. Could you do Mayers? Myers, he, sorry. You can. He's a, a very weak wide receiver three. I wouldn't put him in my flex. I'd look for other options in my flex. I want to keep the flex as wide open as possible so I can maneuver it. So I'd put him in the wide receiver three slot. But if you don't have a wide receiver three slot, then he's not going in. Yeah. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, Philadelphia against Green Bay. It should be uh no, I lied. This is gonna be a blowout. Uh, I almost get, said it's gonna be a good game. Wentz is gonna get picked like three times. Seventeen, maybe, <laughs> if he gets lucky. Jalen's gonna start playing. No and way. This is when Wentz gets benched. So is that is that a lot is that a lot to take in right there? It's so weird. Am I just throwing things out at two you? Two years ago he was the MVP. Doesn't matter. A couple this, years this a year league, ago he was a Super Bowl this, winner. This, this league eats people alive. Okay. This le- this happens. But what happens? It does happen. It's a, he, he uh, mental. It's Auto- a mental game too. Automatically became inaccurate. Couldn't read the pressure. Couldn't read the blitz. Can't mental. do any. He can't hit a target anymore. Maybe he won and he thought it was easy and didn't. He's not putting in the work like he used to. I, I mean, I there's things that, that change. There's I, things that change. I just don't think he's that kind of guy. I, then what's going on? I don't know. Does I he think, have a brain tumor? I, I think. Like when, what? Like, let me let me know. Well, Frank Reich was offensive coordinator. Went to Indianapolis to be the head coach. After that, you started seeing a little bit of a dip in Carson Wentz. I think that play calling in the offense really suited Carson Wentz. I don't think they definitely suited his needs. 
out there in Philadelphia now. And it shows because, I mean, Carson Wentz, when everything's doing good, he's one of the best quarterbacks. But, I mean, right now, when it rains, it pours, and it's pouring down hard on him. And, uh, I mean, they got to make something happen. If they... It's not going to stop because uh, I'm letting you know Aaron Rodgers is going to be raining dimes oh, all over God. the place, okay? And Adams is just going to Adams is gonna eat, like four he's just gonna eat them alive. Gonna eat Darius, Darius Slay. You know? Darius Slay thought Metcalf ate him alive. Darius, no, just wait till Devontae Darius, Adams gets a hold. Darius Slay wanted that money. He's not showing up for that money right now. Okay? I'm letting you know that right now because DK Metcalf 117 yards in the first half against him. Correct? Correct. In that range. It was over 100 yards. Maybe yeah. 111. Whatever. You got destroyed, kid. And Devontae Adams is just going to add insult to injury. If, oh, if, yeah. if Metcalf was stabbing you... Yeah, Devontae Adams is twisting the knife and throwing a little bit of salt and lemon right there in the wound. I do not think uh, he has a chance. Devontae Adams is getting 100 yards and a touchdown straight on the homie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else you can decide and think of. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Don't let him have the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you get the chance. I love it. I had to do it. I had yeah, to do no. it. All right. Like right when I said that, I thought I was like, damn, I'm going to do You should have said it. You should have said it. Aaron Jones, we're starting. Yeah, we're starting. The Philadelphia front is, is very good, but you're still starting. You're going to be very comfortable with it. I'm putting Jamal Williams in. If I own him, okay. I'm putting him in. Okay. I'd put him in my RB2. I'd put him in my flex. I'd feel pretty comfortable about wow. it. He had 17 carries last week. Uh, he had a, He's getting a lot of playing time, as he deservingly should. I think he's a great running back. I think he's a good football player. And uh, it's too bad. I mean, I don't want to say Aaron Jones is screwing him over, but uh, he'd be a great running back for any team that he'd play on if he had the opportunity to do so. Uh, I'm putting him in my lineup. Okay. I'm putting Devontae Adams in my lineup, of course. I'm putting Robert Tunyon in my lineup. I'm not putting MVS or Lazard in my lineup, though. No, we'll stay no. away. They are high upside players. I mean, Lazard, uh, he's good. He's good for a touchdown because he's six five, big guy, big target to look at. MVS is a big play potential, which I mean, I I don't, I don't not see Aaron Rodgers taking those shots, but I definitely feel like Green Bay is trying to get out of this game as fast as possible, as healthy as possible. So he he might not be taking the shots that he uh, in, that people might anticipate him taking. Therefore, I'm going to leave MVS out of my lineup this week. Denver versus Kansas City. This is a divisional matchup, Sunday night matchup, if you will. And Sunday night matchups for Denver and Kansas City they always uh, they always show up because last time they played together uh, Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes did his left hand pass on everybody in the fourth quarter clutch time. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um, do we think it's going to be close? Do we think Denver's going to show up is the real question. And that is my only issue. That is a great <laughs> question. It's a big issue. I don't think it's going to happen. I yeah. mean, if say Sutton is there, I think it might happen. Oh, Sutton. I miss Sutton. I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. Give us some spice here. Yeah, I you miss know? him. J- Jerry Judy, I do think he plays. I think he's going to be a great option. I think you start him. I think uh, you start Melvin Gordon. I think you start Kansas City defense, though. Oh. I think uh, you got to do it. Drew Locke off the COVID list. Didn't necessarily have as much practice time as you want. Got to come back to game speed. Kansas City, they're just playing lights out football right now. I think you start Kansas City defense against Denver. You don't start Tyreek Hill. 
just kidding. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you could you, not. You obviously start. You start everyone in Kansas City. Everybody Sim- from uh, Watson to Nikki sure. Harmon? Sure, dude. If they have a Kansas City jersey on, start them up. Start O-line? Them up. O-line? Start, start them, up. them up. You know? Uh, Lev Bell, start them up. Psych, if, don't do it. If, if Lev... If, you think Lev Bell going to put up points if Hilaire doesn't play? What what's your I want to hear that. What's your take on if that? If Lev I mean if Lev Bell is just getting all the work, what are what are we expecting from him? I'm expecting about 15 carries. Okay. 15 Hilaire. carries. Okay. Well, Hopefully a touchdown. Maybe okay. 50 yards. Okay. 50? Maybe I feel 60. like it would be more. If he's getting the full workload, I feel it would be like 75 and a touchdown. Uh, I feel like you got to feel comfortable with it. And if he doesn't do that, Jesus. He, he just hasn't been doing all that much regardless. It's a hypothetical, right? Hypothetical, now. yeah. I, I mean, we're probably we're probably not going to see it. Hilaire's probably going to play. Yeah, but I honestly, I don't want Hilaire to play because I want to kind of see it. I want to see what happens. I do want to see it. I just uh, no faith. I just don't have faith. All right, understandable, understandable. So Washington, Pittsburgh, McLaurin, you're starting. Of course, you're starting. You're starting the boy. Other than that, we starting anybody? Uh, I mean. Do you even feel comfortable starting uh, Gibson? Yeah, uh, it's not the most comfortable start, but you got to do it. I mean, he's he's going to be one of your best RBs, if not your best RB mm-hmm. right now. You got to start your studs and hope for a touchdown because Alex Smith, he's going to take care of the ball. He's going to get sacked a bunch. Yeah. He might throw a pick or two here, but he's going to move the ball down the field, whether that's regular time or garbage time. Gibson will get a touchdown. He might get a catch or two. McKissick would maybe be a better play due to the circumstances. Probably. I'd put them both in my flex or RB2 spot because, uh, I mean, chances are you have to. And realistically, there isn't going to be many RBs that get that type of volume without the production followed by. Yeah, I could see that. Now, on the Pittsburgh side, I'm going to start Chase Claypool, of course. I'm going to start Deontay Johnson. I'm going to start... Juju Smith-Schuster, even though that's not the best start, he did have a touchdown last week against the Ravens, which kind of rejuvenated my feelings for him. So I feel comfortable with him. Uh, It's not going to break the bank, but it's not going to be the worst start you can do. I'd much rather start Juju than T.Y. Hilton. if that's uh, by far. Okay, there we go. At least we agree on that. Uh, I mean, Benny Snell, if James Carter does not play, he's going to be a must-start. Even though this Washington defense, it's not bad. I still would do it. James Conner plays. You're still gonna you're gonna start James Conner regardless. Whichever the, is the RB down in Pittsburgh, you're gonna put in your starting lineup. Absolutely. And this is your game. Monday. Another night. another Monday. Another. Night. We got Monday two night Monday football. nights. Yes, one's at well 5 p.m. Eastern, which would be three p- two o'clock Pacific. There we go. I did the math. And then regular Monday night football, Buffalo against San Francisco. How's this playing out? I think it's going to be a low score. Okay. Low score. I mean, you're going to start Josh Allen for the running ability and for the the touchdown that he's going to score running. You're going to start Stefan Diggs because he's just been killing it all year, even though historically he's done nothing against Sher- on Sherman. So I, I think uh, I think they've tried to find as many ways as possible to leave Sherman off of his side. But Jason Verrett has been playing some pretty good football lately, so it might be a little bit difficult for Stefan Diggs to really get any momentum going other than a touchdown. But you're still going to put him out there. I'm looking at Cole Beasley. Yeah. I'm looking at Cole Beasley in the slot. I think that's where the most of their damage is going to be made. 
Uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to run the ball too effectively against San Francisco. So Josh Allen's going to be slinging it and throwing it for the majority of that game, which is why I still think he's going to be a great start regardless of the matchup. Uh, I don't know if you want to add anything else. Uh, I don't feel comfortable with Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. I would put Devin you Singletary know? over Zach Moss. Yes, yes, definitely, but I still don't feel comfortable with I'm it. putting them in my flex. I'm putting yeah. Devin Singletary in my flex. Uh, luckily for us, a lot of RBs are starting to come back. I mean, Saquon's not coming back, of course. Yeah. CMC, he's close to coming back, but he's on a bye week regardless. But there's a lot of RBs to pick and choose from now. I don't, I don't think we're as desperate as we were in the middle of the season. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Devin Singletary, what he once was an RB2 to a flex. Right now, I would try to keep him out of my lineup. I don't think there's too much upside for him currently on this team. Uh, on the flip side of the football, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, they're both low-end flexes. I do think Debo Samuel has a good game, but I'm not going to trust and put too much in, uh, too much stock into this team as of right now. I totally agree. Raheem Mostard, I think you have to find a way to put him in your lineup. He is a must-start, in my opinion. The Buffalo defense, they got ran on consistently by whether it was the Chiefs or any other team that they go against. The run defense is a little weak. If you're a Shanahan-type guy, you know that Raheem Mostard is going to get plenty of quality touches. Kicker of the week. Robbie Gold, kicker of the week. I mean, last week he nailed a couple 40-yarders, including a game winner. I'm saying the Niners offense is going to be able to move the ball down the field. They're going to be able to run against the Bills. But I don't think they're going to be able to score against the Bills, which is why I think they're going to be kicking a lot of field goals. I think this might be a low-scoring game, but a lot of field goals being kicked. I think you can start either kicker on the Bills or the Niners. I think they're both great plays. I'm going to go with Robbie Gold because he just doesn't really miss field goals, even though he doesn't have the longest range. He just does, He's just very good for the range that he does have. I think you got to play one of the two in your lineup. I would 100% agree on that. And, I mean, kicker of the week, we've, we've nailed it every time. We're, we're amazing at nailing our kicker of the weeks. I think uh, we're killing it. All year. Absolutely. Some people might say we're not, but they'd be liars and just saying fake news. Tuesday night football. Yep. I'm starting to like Tuesday night football. I I think it should be a thing. I think it needs to be a thing. Absolutely. I think it really needs to be a thing. Dallas versus Baltimore. I mean, I don't think this game is going to be that great. Actually, it it might be close because we don't know if Lamar Jackson's playing. And Lamar... uh. RG3 isn't even playing. He's been rolled out. It might be an interesting one. It might be interesting. I mean, Andy Dalton might be the best quarterback on the field. So you're saying Dallas can be killing it. They might. They might. They really might. I mean, you can't win if you don't score points. Baltimore, say you stop the run. Can they pass? I don't know. See, the thing is, you think they're going to have to score points. Dallas is going to. Give them points. Oh, gotta look. Gotta look at it a different oh. way. You know. I mean, when you put it that way, Dallas wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think this might be an upset right now. Baltimore, they're just, they're just tanking a little bit. They're not like tanking, it, but they're like tanking. It wouldn't be a surprise. I think Amari Cooper's guy. You're going to start. You're obviously starting Zeke. Can you feel comfortable starting any of those wide receivers? Out of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he might tell Baltimore to C.D.'s nuts. Uh, 
True. And true. score a touchdown. Or he might drop an easy touchdown in the end zone like he did on Thanksgiving. One of the two might happen. Uh, hopefully. Or both. Both. Yeah, he might catch one and then drop it right after. Uh, I'm still, I, I'd put him in. If you feel like you needed to, I'd put him in. Would you put him in over Sterling Shepard? You, uh, yeah. Marvin Jones? No, I'd do Marvin. Jerry Judy? Yeah. Michael Pittman? I love Michael Pittman. Okay, that doesn't answer the question. I'd put Michael Pittman in. Debo Samuel? I'd probably do Debo. Brandon Ayuk? No. Chase Claypool? Yes. Travis Fulgham? Yes. Mike Woods? No. Christian Kirk? Yes. Jesus, you got a long list there, huh? Yeah, I'm just kind of like, well, see, see, the the thing is now because I mean, obviously this is the last game, I can kind of like remember all the names a little bit better because considering we just talked about them. You're killing it. Yeah, see, see, it works out that way. Killing it. Thank you. Thank, well, hey, this is good. I need, we need a comparison. We need a side-by-side matchup comparison. And then, of course, the more names I could list out, I feel like is the better for people to be able to get a better understanding of who I should start. Because considering it's never black and white, cut and dry, you know, it's always this guy or another guy. So the more guys I feel like I can list out for you, mm-hmm. I just think that it makes it better for everybody else. Okay. But on Baltimore side, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mark Andrews. If he plays, I don't know if he's activated just yet. I don't think he is. I don't think he is yet, but yeah, um, Mark Andrews would be a play. And then J.K. Dobbins for me. Marquise Brown could be a long shot Marquise you know, for Brown, a long bomb, but you can't really. He's a Walmart. Take him out. Yeah, he's a Walmart um, Tyler Lockett, if I could say right now. Okay. Like, he might, he might have a big game, but his big game isn't Tyler Lockett's big game, and his bad game is worse than Tyler Lockett little Walmart version of him who doesn't give us Xbox or X, Xbox Series X or PS5s. True. True. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Walmart. You guys better start giving out that system. They, they won't. They, they won't. won't. Especially Target. Six in the morning. You're going to get that? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So, the Star is Born Players. Star is born. Devo Samuel is going to be my guy. I mean, right now, he's killing it. After absolutely embarrassing the Rams and single-handedly putting the team on his back, he's just going to do it again for the Bills. There's no Aaron Donald to absolutely destroy Nick Mullins. And there's nobody I'm afraid of in the Bills secondary that's really going to stop him. I mean, considering he catches a lot of passes in the backfield, he gets a couple carries, gets some jet sweeps. He gets a lot. And because of that, I'm going to put him in the star is born category for the week. I like it. My star is born is J.K. Dobbins. You know, I, I don't think Mark Ingram comes back. I think Gus Edwards will get some some work. But I think J.K. Dobbins is going to step up and absolutely have a massive day today. And we're going to see what Dobbins can do. I think this is going to really uh, shape up that running back committee. If he shows out then I don't think Mark Ingram ever really returns to that role that he once had. And if he does bad, then I think Mark Ingram secures his role a little bit more throughout the year. I think we see nothing from Mark Ingram again. Uh, I think it's going to be, he is never going to have that workload that he had before. I think it changes today. 
as long as he has game. a good game. I feel like if you see two fumbles and a uh, oh, I mean, weak yards per obviously, carry. Obviously, but that's not what I'm expecting. Okay, that's not what you're expecting? Of course no. not. I mean, it is Dallas defense that we are talking about. Absolutely. Your doo-doo player of the week. The doo-doo player of the week. I'm going James White. Last week, he had two touchdowns. And before that, he didn't have any touchdowns on the season with the best PPR points of, I think, seven and a half. Somehow, he was able to get 13 for us this week. I'm saying that's not going to happen again. And because of that, you should probably keep him off of your bench or off of your starting lineup I should say and back into your bench I don't think he's going to do that great I think at most he's going to have six catches maybe 40 yards and I think that's his ceiling for this week which means he's pretty trash pretty trash huh for the week I like it I do I like it so my doo-doo player of the week is going to be Miles Sanders he has not played the way everyone thought he was going to has it's been more about a running back by committee and I think they're going to keep going with that last game against Seattle horrible run team horrible defense in general they really couldn't get the run game going at all wins couldn't get going at all but Miles Sanders only six carries wasn't a lot 15 yards 2.5 yard average the head coach did come out and say they were going to do a running back by committee and they were going to go with a hot hand Miles Sanders is underwhelming uh, to say the least, I think he has another bad showing. He He's due for a fumble. Mathematically speaking, he's going to have a fumble this game. He's had as almost as not, he had almost enough carries to qualify mathematically for a fumble. Therefore, uh, he should have one this game. And if he has a fumble this game, he's not going to be playing this game for very much longer. And uh, I think that overly qualifies him for the doo-doo player of the week. But are you still going to put him in your lineup? I think you kind of have to. I think you I mean, kinda. you have a good matchup against Green Bay uh, rushing defense. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there is an opportunity here. But I just don't have any faith in Miles Sanders. I think he definitely will be a disappointing for the week, uh, which is unfortunate because I think uh, for people that drafted him late first, early second round, you expect a little bit more out of the explosive potential running back. But that is today's show. I think uh, I think having shows a little bit later on really enhances the uh, headline section of the show because we get to have a little bit more to talk about, more news, a little bit more accurate starts and sits because we kind of know who's playing and who is not playing. But little, do you have a send-off for everybody? A little more juice pretty much. It's a little saying. bit more juice. Yeah, we have a little bit more juice for the episode. All right, guys, keep an eye out for that PS5 and the Xbox. And if you do, make sure to tell me where I could pick it up. So I really appreciate you guys paying for it. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Have a good weekend. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, too. 